Toss like a GoPro. Think of my GoPro. Boy, you moving too slow. Think of my say so. Now I'm fast like Stuart McSwain. Moving real flash, you think I'm insane. 240 on the spot, K on the dot, now they're begging me to stop. No, no, Taking Toss like a GoPro. Think of my GoPro. Boy, you moving too slow. Think of my say so. Now I'm fast like Stuart McSwain. Moving real flash, you think I'm insane. 240 on the spot, K on the dot, now they're begging me to stop. No. Hey guys, welcome back to the sixth episode of the Sticks and Bones Running Podcast. Today I'm joined by my co-hosts Isaac Bibley and Will McAlinden, and we've got a special guest, the Kieran Tall. Hey guys, thanks for joining us, Kieran. Thank you. AHLE Podcast represent. Kieran just hops around on different podcasts, and he's one of his own. The Kieran Tall Show. It was mentioned on Inside Running Podcast the other, last week. Oh, you should get an interview on there. Yeah. I'm still waiting for my Inside Podcast interview. I'm very excited for it when it happens, but it hasn't happened yet, so we'll keep waiting. Maybe I need to just make my own podcast, as you said, because I work with the AHL League Boys a bit. I'm excited to work with you guys today. Um, I just love being on podcasts. It's great fun. <laughs> make your own podcast and soon. invite the IRP boys. <laughs> True. That's what, that is a little the universe card. <laughs> <laughs> what a fine enthusiast, mate. <laughs> All right, Isaac, you going to take us through your week, mate? Yes, I will, and this week I can actually talk about something. So, obviously, I'm injured with the sacrum stress fracture, so last week I was able to start cross-training. So... On Monday, I'm going to keep that as my total rest day, just like when I was running, so I didn't do anything on Monday. And then on Tuesday, I had my first bike ride. So the session, this was on the exercise bike, um, the session was 10-minute warm-up, and then a bit of stretching, and then six by one minute hard off 30 seconds. So those one minutes were basically trying to simulate like hills at the start of a session. So they were like on like a bit of a harder sitting on the bike and then just four minute easy riding then 20 minute fart leg the fart leg was like i think it was 30 on 30 off 60 on 30 off 90 on 30 off and just like kind of repeating that and then four minutes easy and then a 30 minute threshold um got got pretty heated towards the end picked up a bit and then another four minutes easy and then six by one minute of 30 seconds Again, trying to replicate hills and then just an easy 15 minute cool down. So that was good. Good to be turning the legs over again. Um, so boring though. The bike's just, yeah. The bike. Bike. Just. Bike. It's different. Mentally, you just want to like fall asleep, but you gotta, gotta do what you gotta do. And inside as well, it's so sweaty. So that was not fun. Just dripping head to toe. Um, then on Wednesday, just an easy 60 minutes on the bike. Um, Thursday on the bike, the session was 8 by 2 minutes off 30 seconds, 4 by 3 minutes off 60 seconds, and then a 20-minute tempo. So this was trying to replicate like a Thursday session on the track, just something like shorter, um, trying to get the legs turning over, and then tempo at the end to shake it out. Then on Friday on Strava, I manually uploaded my 60-minute ride as alpine skiing. So, yeah, that was that was fun, bit of alpine skiing indoors in lockdown. Then on Saturday, one of my – probably my best session I've ever done in my entire life for anything. Average speed was 99Ks per hour, um, four by eight minutes off two minutes easy. 
followed by four minutes easy, and then 10 by 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. So pretty happy with that, 126.22 Ks. Strava congratulated me as it was my longest ride, so that was pretty solid. And then 90-minute easy ride on Sunday to finish the week off, so not not too bad for the first week of cross-training, but um, definitely prefer running over riding. Take it, taking in Kieran's footsteps of triathlon. I want to try a triathlon one day, but not yet. Maybe when I like when I'm old. You'll drown, mate. Yeah, mate. I'm gonna. I'm starting swimming on Saturday. I was meant to start last week, but the pools were shut for lockdown. So Saturday they're open back in the pool or in the pool. I'm gonna come out like a triathlete. Guys, this might actually be Isaac's last last podcast by the sound of it, considering he's starting swimming and runners don't. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm telling you, swimming and riding. Like Tom Diamond was injured. Um, He, one of my training partners, he so he ran three fifty two for the fifteen hundred, then had a stress fracture and got injured. And like he's only one year older than me, by the way. And he was out for eight weeks, and he came back, and within two weeks was dropping like. Everyone in the squad, including Doug Buckridge, who's a 348 man and like third in the, na- in the Nationals 3K. And Tom, just from biking and swimming, was dropping everyone. So maybe it's the way to go. True. Pay for just triathlon. So. Exactly. Who knows? Mac, are you going to take us through your hectic week? Yep. All right. So this was the week going up to state champs cross country, which happened on Sunday. So it was a bit of a taper week, I guess, heading in. Uh, Monday, I did 3 by 800 plus 3 by 400 plus 3 by 200 with a lap jog recovery for each 800, each of them in like 76 seconds per lap. So pretty comfortable. Uh, did the 400s on 66, 66, 65, and then a minute rest and lap jog recovery for each 400, and then did the 200s in 32, 32, 31 of 200 jog recovery. So that was a good session. Got some good leg turnover. It's feeling pretty good. Uh, let's see. Tuesday, woke up in the morning for my run. Uh, just prepare for the early wake up. On Sunday, so 6Ks at 5.03s, really chill. Wednesday, uh, I've titled this um, another workout 15-minute karaoke tempo, which is just normal tempo, but we were singing the whole way, so. <laughs> what, what were you singing? Oh, a whole bunch of songs, just, I don't know, until we could, until we forgot the lines. But. Who's the best singer in the squad? You up there? Probably not. It was just um, James Chance, Reed, Tom Millard and I in our pack, and we were just singing like the whole, most of the way. It's quite funny. Uh, so that tempo was at 3.43, uh, five-minute jog, and then four laps of bends and straights. Very nice. Thursday, 5K jog at um, like 5.07 pace, so again, super chill. For a bus, six by fifteen second strides. Uh, then in a shape that, of weird shape, mate. Looks like a potato for the strides. Yeah, you know, yeah. was, so this is at my school fifteen um school athletics track. I was like, oh, I'll test the track function on my course on that, but because it's three hundred meters, it's 
They're not yeah, work because it's like track, made for 400. <laughs> not as good as my other trucks on the watch. Okay, and then Saturday, four k, um, four kilometer shakeout the day before state cross country, four fifty seven pace. And this is the big day. Uh, <laughs> race did was yeah okay. So Sunday morning <laughs> had state cross country champs at Kings Park, which I'll describe the course before I get into how my race went. But it's say like one and a half. It's two laps of a three k loop. Half of the course, so one and a half kilometers, is all uphill, and then the other half is all downhill. But downhill, it's all on the sand, so you don't get like the full. It's not like super easy or anything. Yeah, I but, saw I saw the photos and mate, it looked like a beach run. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it makes it tough because you have to like try and you're constantly trying to find the firm parts of the course ground, and it's just. Really annoying. I have a quick question. Mind, um, I saw I saw some of the photos of the front boys, and I was interested in their shoe choices. Um, yeah, some of the guys are in next percent. Some of them are in racing flat. Some of them are in spikes. And no one wore spikes. No spikes. Spikes weren't allowed for the race due really? to the sand, or like just the course was terrible. Or oh, the entrance from the um uphill. <laughs> I don't why people would wear next percents on that course, though. Like, it seems like you'd want to wear more of a traditional yeah. race flat with a bit better grip than an X percent. So I was just interested to hear about shoe choices, and I didn't realise they were actually not allowed, though. That's weird. Yeah, we weren't allowed spikes because, oh, what was it? The entrance from the top, I think it's because the entrance from the top of the hill to, like, where the sand began is, like, this big ditch thing, and you have to, like, run through it, and there's roots everywhere. So that could have something to do with it, and also because of the sand, maybe, but you I think, don't know. You think across, like, state cross-country, it's a bit weird that spikes would be banned at a cross at state cross-country. I've never heard that before, but there yeah. you WA doing strange things with, things with their borders and their cross-country. There's a life. There's a life. It's different over there. Yeah, it's... Is, oh, well. They're a long way away, you know. It's, it, it, it must feel like a different world. <laughs> What? Yeah, it's just a different culture. <laughs> like, what's yeah. that's why we want to separate from Australia. <laughs> we just don't. We want to ban spikes. We want to ban like we like. We, I mean, I mean, like, WA. Are we even going to see them in like thirty years? Or like, <laughs> <laughs> not at the rate New South Wales is at right now. They'll be Christmas Island in a few years, mate. <laughs> I don't be going home in a few years, but till a few years time by the look of it. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Yeah. So anyway, in in yeah. that race, so six Ks, uh, they combined the under seventeens and under eighteens into the same race. I finished the race in third place, so I got the onto the podium. Unfortunately, no podium photo because during the race, my asthma kicked in about two thirds of the way. Uh, but I really wanted the medal, so I just held on. And like fifty meters before the line. I like, I was struggling so much, I fell over. <laughs> and then got back up because I was like, dude, I cannot let anyone catch up to me. Sprinted across the line. As soon as I crossed the line, just collapsed. Really breathing to run. Passed out. And <laughs> I was struggling to breathe. <laughs> Breathing's yeah, over. And then I had to get taken to hospital. <laughs> Jeez. How long yeah. were you in hospital for? Oh, until like. 
I don't know. But I was puking in the ambulance. With the Jeez. Yeah. It was just, yeah. I don't know. I think my asthma's been playing up ever since uh, National Track and Field Champs. But, so I just need to try and get that under control. But, yeah. Well, third of the state champs with an asthma attack is very solid, so. Good job, Good job. First, first medalist um, on the podcast out of the three. Well <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I don't think Joel's ever going to get a state cross country. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe next year, bro. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The year after. Yeah, if Gladys ever gets under control. That's not good enough. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. Um, I'm coming back from a little niggle, so I took taking the next two weeks a bit, like, just building back up. So on Monday I did uh, 25 minutes at 4.42s, kicking back at the Wolf Park, and then um, <laughs> and then day after that, Tuesday, did uh, another 25 minutes at 4.43s and got needling, so that was terrific. From Alberta, was that our actual? Well... Jerry and um, Coach Jerry and uh, Albert so met, met them up at the well, park. Yeah, the the Nandrolone dealers. Yeah, at the you know the food truck at the dog park. Yeah, yeah, I do. I'm sure Jerry Kumaka does too. <laughs> <laughs> um, on Wednesday, did 30 minutes, six uh six point four three k at four forty fives at the synthetic. Then uh, the day after that, eight k four thirty ones. Um. Felt 100% back to normal, and, yeah, that was a good feeling. Uh, 30 minutes the next day, 4.43s. Um, then did some 8.30 seconds of strides. Um, then, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, the, the Saturday, I did 9K, so it was my longest run back, 4.38s. And then on the Sunday, a little, like, little workout. It's so, like, 10-minute warm-up. Then did a 10-minute tempo at 340s plus 10, 20 seconds, like, strides at, like, three-minute pace, I think it was, and felt great. I had to fat dump afterwards. Um, and, yeah, then did cool down. That was my week. I think it was, what was it? It was uh, 50K on the dot for my work. Very nice. Yeah. He's back. Coming back. All right. Big Tully, you want to take us through your week, mate? Do you want me to stay, start from? 19th. 19th? Alright. Um, so, um, Monday was pretty, a pretty small day for me. Um, I did race a half marathon the day before. Um, was actually not in full health for that. No, no COVID or anything, nothing to worry about there, but just not, just a little bit run down. So, I took Monday pretty easy, just did 9k at 5 minute k's. Um, Tuesday was just another jogging day, so Monday, Tuesday were just recovery days if you like. Did 13.5k in the morning and 7k at night. Wednesday I did, what did we do? Sorry, um, Tuesday was just 13.5k in the morning and then Wednesday was 7k in the morning, 14k at night. Then Thursday I did a bit of a progression run where I just did my first 7 or 8k at 320s and then I did the next 5, 6k at 3 minute k's. Not going a little bit there. Backing up from a solid half. Yeah, um, I was fairly happy with that. The the three minute K's actually got better than the three thirties. Funnily enough, I'm just not. It's just a weird pace for me to run. 
yeah. I doubled that night as well and did another 7K. Then Friday, what did we do Friday? Did 7K in the morning Friday, 12.5K at night, about 4.10K on the treadmill. Did a gym as well. And then Saturday we jumped into a workout with Gold Coast Run Co. That was a pretty good one. We did four by, the, the, the workout was 1,200 and then 200 float, 400, 400 jog, times all of that times four. I'll read out my splits quickly if you don't mind. It was, we started off a bit conservative, went 328, 64, 326, 64, 326, 62, and then I led the, Last rep, and that was about 318, I think, and then a 62. It was on a pretty wet grass track, so it was by no means like a fast place to run. So I was, it was one of those workouts that was good. Amazing. I was, I just ticked it off, said, yeah, pr- pretty good, you know. Didn't walk away going, wow, but it definitely wasn't bad. It was just another decent one. Did, went with, what you want? Did we t- went with Tim Vincent and Liam Buden, Jordan McLennan and Louis M- McAfee. And then we did a double that night and a bit of gym, about 6K at 500 Ks on the treadmill. Felt a little bit average, that one. Then I went out a few beers with the boys at the Burley. <laughs> so we woke up the next morning. I did a 24.5K run at 4.10 pace. My last couple of Ks were probably about 3.30s. So I was start, got moving a little bit on that one. Um, I just like to do some faster long runs at the moment because I am racing another half marathon at Sunny Coast in about three or four weeks. So... I want to make sure I'm putting some longer stuff, longer work in, and I feel like because it, for me, my life has been a little bit up and down with coming up and almost moving up to Gold Coast temporarily to get away from the COVID outbreak and didn't even be able to race. Everything's been very up and down, into different hotels and moving around. So I'm st- feeling a lot more settled now and putting in some good work. I'll be racing state cross country in two days' time and seeing how we go there. I'm doing some longer long runs and some longer workouts. Got a big one planned for Tuesday or Wednesday, which is actually four by three K at half at like a bit quicker about half marathon pace or a bit quicker. Very nice. That's some exciting stuff and I think I will be here for a while, so it's fit man. <laughs> Leaving me. <laughs> the bike is fit. The bike is the bike's hoping to run something quick at Sunny Coast half, so hopefully it's really hard to guess the time because I haven't really done as much half marathon training as other people, but maybe if I was, I'd be very happy with something in the six, in like 63s. Yeah. I run in the 28th on the road, so I should be in the 62s or 63s. It's just that I've come from a place where I'm a bit younger and haven't done the base mileage as some of the yeah. other guys like Tom DeCanto and Ed Goddard and Ben St. Lawrence and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Do you want to quickly go over your PBs, like just so that you, uh, listeners can – Get an understanding of yeah. Um, so I've run thirteen fifty for five k on the track. I've run about fourteen oh eight or fourteen ten on the road at Noosa Bolt. Noosa Bolt is actually a pretty tough course. Just for those of you who don't know, it's got seven U turns and it's in kind of heading into summer in Queensland, which is pretty warm and humid up in sunny coast. So that a lot of people say that equates to about a thirteen forty to a or even quicker. Like, that's what I've heard from other people. I'm just... Definitely in that shape. Yeah, like, my, I really only got one fast 5K the last season. So, look, 13.50 is not bad, but I, I did want to go a bit quicker, so hopefully we can do that soon. Um, my 10K road and 10K track are basically the same. I ran 28.55 at Sydney 10 this year on the road. So, I'm hoping I can run something 
pretty quick on the track later this year when I got the opportunity. COVID doesn't shut that one down too. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much my PB for the moment. Um, what about the two hour 10 marathon? Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> no, my PB along Westhead Road is pretty good as well. I've done a long run at three, under 330 pace for 27k along Westhead Road. So I've got, yeah. I've got local legend status there. I've got all the crowns. So what about the dog paw? What's your 500 meter PB? Oh, I don't know what I've done for 500. I have done, I did a pretty crazy workout with Joel on the bike. What? <laughs> but just before I left, actually, I did, I did a 7k fart like it, I think 254 pace. Yeah. You're moving in the first time in the houses. Yeah, that was my first time in the and I was doing my 70 second efforts at about 240 pace. And my 50 second jogs at about 305 pace. And he was still talking to me <laughs> on the bike. <laughs> I, I, haven't, I, I still don't know if I've matched that work. I don't know what happened there, but it was one of the days, you know. I think I didn't, I did a really good one on Tuesday, I might mention actually. I was doing some two and a half minute efforts. I started off with doing a mile, just, you know. Barely chill, ran a K in 305 and then did a 600 in about 133 or something. <laughs> like, this is consecutive. Um, and then I jumped in some two and a half minute efforts and I was running about 1320 pace. I was going through 64 to 65 through 400, going through 800 and about 210 and then running about 900 meters for two minutes. <laughs> Jeez. I was, pretty, I was pretty happy with that. Um, I was, I, I feel like it feels, reachable that I could run something, definitely run a PB for 5K in the next half, half year or so. Yeah. Watch out for that 1330 barrier. Yeah, look, I'd love, I'd love to get there. I'm just hoping we actually get to race something. So Oregon World Champs next year. <laughs> we've got we've got World Champs cross country. We've got Com Games. We've got World Champs. We've got World Athletics Champs. There's a lot of... Well, indoors next year. Yeah, mate, just give him the Aussie singlet already. It's going to be one of the teams. I'm definitely working for it. I think it, part of the reason I've come up here is because I've got lot races like those on my mind, and I want to mm. I want to give myself the opportunity to keep racing and you know be, make sure that if worse comes to worse, I can still get to stuff like Zatapak and race them five k's because I'm I'm well aware that it's kind of I'm getting hopefully towards the time where I might break through and make my first open Australian team in the next year or two if possible yeah fair yeah. enough yeah very to, solid good to hear Kato alright uh, Maka want to take us yeah. through some Aussie results before we go for the results I'd just like to say the night before my state cross country champs have you guys seen that um, movie about Prefontaine without limits yes yeah um, the, you know the race where he like it's just a coincidence. I watched that the night before I raced and I ran through my asthma attack. The one, and I was thinking, the, you know, the race where he like had stitches in his foot. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't know, struck coincidence. Mm. <laughs> I watched that the night before. Jeez, mate. All right, Aussie results over the WA State Cross Country Champs. Ben Chamberlain, who's in my training group. Uh, he dominated the Ass West Open men's 10K at Kings Park, winning in a time of 31.34. And it's a very hilly course, very tough, as I described before. He was followed by uh, Nick Harmon from Frontrunner in second place in a time of 32.02. And Matt Smith, who's sponsored by Hocker, 
Um, he rounded out the podium in 32-39. In the women's race, Sinead Noonan was victorious with a time of 38-17 over the hilly course. Sa- uh, yeah, uh, Rachel McCormick placed second in a time of 40-01, and Keely Water, um, Waters followed in a time of 42 um, in, yeah, 42 flat. Uh, all three are from Frontrunner. So, yeah. Is that your group? Is that no, your group? no, I'm PDP. Oh, yeah. Sponsored um, by well, we're part of UWA Athletics Club. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, Macca's group just got all Stegan singlets for their squad on. It's pretty fierce. Stegan? Stegan. Stegan. This kid. Same thing. Yeah, the Stegan singlets are pretty good. Lighter and better than Aeroswift, I reckon. <laughs> So <laughs> they actually are better than Aaron. I've got one. I got one. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. And then over in the UK or Ireland, I don't know where it was, but Matt Ramson ran a three fifty-five mile. I think Ireland. it was in Ireland. Very Ireland, okay. I say Ireland. All right, I go through the World Athletics results. Yeah. Um. So Josh Kerr in training, tuning up for the. Tokyo Olympics, and if he wasn't already one of the favourites to win, he's definitely going to be one now after running a 146.800 metre in training to simulate the end of the 1500. He split 55 seconds and 50 seconds for the last lap. So a huge negative split there from Kerr, which is insane. And then he did a 36 second 300 after that. So he's definitely going to be one to look out for. Another athlete in contention at Tokyo will be Matt Centrowitz, who drops a 349.26 mile at the Centro Mile um, up in Portland. So that's a mile PB for Centro, 39th all-time and 5th fastest US all-time. So he didn't get the US record, but it's a good hit out before Tokyo. At the sound running meet um, in the men's 800, Fest Lagarde won in 147.4, oh, sorry, 144.47, followed by Brandon Kidder in 144.99. That's Brandon Kidder. Kidder. That's like what the name actually is. Oh, Brandon Kidder. All right. <laughs> no D. Um, and then in third was Christian Harrison in 148.29. <laughs> um, third place was uh, – sorry, I'm looking at the wrong results here. Where are we at? Women's 800. In the women's 800, Nia Aikens won in 2.24. Followed by Danny Aragon in um, two flat point three zero. It's a pretty close race there. And then third, Olivia Baker in two flat forty three. So the top three within point two of a second of each other, which is pretty close. In the women's fifteen hundred meters, Taryn Nicoli uh, was first in four oh five oh two. Mary Charisma second in four oh five twenty, and Sarah Vaughan third in four oh five twenty four. The 1500 was a pretty good race, some very solid times. Henry Wynn from the Brooks Beasts took first in 334.08. Charles Philibert Thibutot, um, probably butchered that name. He was second in 334.09. So, yeah, 0.01 off um, Henry Wynn. And, well, well tied with um, Charles Philibert was <laughs> Johnny Gregoric. It was not the bike. It was Johnny Gregoric in... 3.34.09 as well. Then, fellow ex-Aussie, Jordan Guzman, the goose, 
uh, took the dub in the men's 5K in 1334.05. Um, he kicked away from Andrew Raffler, who was second in 334.27, and third was Logan Orndorff in 1337. But, you guys say, um, Jeff yeah. Thies ran 1240. Yeah, in that, on the results for that race, they, um, stuffed up the results, and apparently Jeff Thies ran 1240. Um, so, Cheeky American record. Guzman wrote the results. That's why Jeff Cheese wrote Johnny Guzman. Johnny Guzman has actually got an official position at Tin Man now. It's Tin Man now. I think Tin Man's keyboard warrior. (laughs) 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 He's the head of their Instagram affairs. He just goes on and backs them up when all the little kids are bringing them. It's like like him versus um, the guy from that uh, that other group. Everett Smolders. Everett Smolders, that's it. <laughs> Mate, he is an odd unit. I think I've lost all my respect for him after that video that got posted. On you want one of him sucking his girlfriend's toes? or? Yes. That <laughs> <laughs> was like three years ago. But yeah, not going to lie. His head looks like my heel a bit. Like Yeah. <laughs> he, looked better. he was just better with the mullet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched a video that they posted the other day with him just fighting in public being a menace. It's like slightly bad or really worse. Like I, I just feel like the way this, all the stuff happened with Tin Man was kind of bad. Like I, I feel bad for the Tin Man team because you are allowed to change coaches. You don't have yeah, yeah. to. Like, yeah. change coaches. I'm pretty sure most athletes change coaches mm. at some time in their life, and if it's not working, it's not working. And I think they got it was almost like trial by media, as they like to call it. Yeah. In the end of the day, you've got to look at the privacy and the respect they deserve when you don't fully understand the situation. And they're yeah. quick to, especially at the, around the time of Olympic trials, like you've got people forget on social media that you're actually dealing with another person. It's very easy to type something behind a keyboard. Yeah, people, yeah. people are. I, I think it was pretty bad the way it went down, and I, I lost a lot of respect for a lot of people who were very quick to just have a huge dig at a bunch of people that they've probably never even met and they don't even know all the details. Yeah, and if you listen to um the Tin Man side of things on YouTube, it's like you see their point of view and you kind of understand why they wanted something new. And How many injuries were there? Like, probably like oh, five heaps. or six. Like from that training camp when they were doing two <laughs> sessions a day, they just got broken. Like... I'd have to say I was I've spoken to some of the Tin Man guys and without releasing any details I'm not supposed to some of the workouts I was doing and their training schedule was pretty stupid you could even see it from the video they released mm. and the list of those injuries like those injuries are not small injuries either like okay. yeah they are I'm not I'm not I'm no exercise physiologist but I've shown them the people that are and they have said that to get their those they are very obviously stress related injuries from overtraining yeah. Mm. It's pretty cooked, and yeah, that those documentaries, the mini documentaries, definitely helped, like, just get like their side of the story out there. Because I think like Wesfile was just dominating with like showing like all the negatives from it and stuff without having the full story behind it. Yeah. So, and and yeah. Let's Run was full of like lies and full of lots of key all the information that was coming out of there. The main yeah. issue is that the Tin Man videos came back came too late. Yeah, and yeah. earlier it would have been. Much it would have been beneficial for the group, but at yeah. the same time, it's not the obligation of the group to release YouTube videos. Yeah. They're like athletes trying to make teams like that. Yeah. They yeah. that over their social media reputation. Mm. Yeah. And they did, but I think it hurt their group's reputation, unfortunately. Yeah, definitely. You know, didn't, not to, they didn't deserve it. Like obviously, it wasn't. Regardless of whether 
Tom Schwartz did something wrong or whether his coaching wasn't working or whether maybe it just didn't gel with them. You know, some pe- some coaches are good and athletes are good, but they don't gel with each other. Yeah. The, the way that the behaviour of some of the media and some of the runners is pretty bad, I'd have to say. Yeah, they've done so much for, like, the running community. Like, they were, like, the first kind of big YouTube channel. Like, yeah, there were some other individual groups, but, like, what they were doing with, like, the merch and trying to push the sport forward is, like, really positive. And then, like, now we'll fly just – and people like that on Let's Run, just trying to bring them down. It's, like, not really helping the sport move forward if that's just going to be the kind of energy that's flowing around. Yeah. They've done a lot for Adidas as well. Like, a lot yeah. of people are buying Adidas merch because of Tin Man, and – I think Tin Man does, like, whatever salary they're on probably should be more unless they're, mm. you know, getting a lot, which I imagine they're not. I know, I know Drew Hunter and guys like that would be getting a heap of money from Adidas, but even the, like, I heard one of the guys got, I think Jeff Ty's got dropped to wearing dragonflies in a race. Like, surely. Mm. Yeah. We'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. yeah. And Tin Man made running look cool. Like. Oh, yeah. You know, they, yeah. So yeah, like, their, their old intro was just like the biggest hype of all time. Well, Free race, get in the zone. I used to watch, and it was watch this when you don't feel like running, or you watch it before. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. They talk. They they're raw. Like they talk about mental health. They talk about how they're feeling. They support each other. They make running cool. Yeah. I don't, and at the end of the day, they're a bunch of humans just like us. I, I I've got a lot of respect for what they do personally, and like. It would guys like Fog Dog and you know Matt Hansen, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like regardless of what you think of guys like that are doing the YouTube, I think it's cool. To, and Isaac yourself as well. Like I think Tin Man kind of paved the way for got for mm, exactly. Like, like they like I, they've made me want to do more with social media. It just shows how you can grow your following and help grow the sport. Like there are guys that never run that watch YouTube that yeah. now because of you guys, guys like Isaac and Matt and Fog Dog and Tin Man. We, I think that we, we only worried. <laughs> the podcast, six and bones. Yeah. Six and bikes. Six and bikes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Kieran, you should have a podcast called Bikes and Bats. Oh, okay. All right. I'm writing that down. <laughs> bikes and Bats. <laughs> that was good. You should get Keyboard Warrior on with you, Johnny Guzman. Said oh. <laughs> Johnny Hanso and the Fog Dog. My podcast would just be Johnny telling me what shape he's in based on his last twenty. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and any, any, anything else that he in, with the remaining <laughs> the hour that we've got left, we can bending Tim Man against Everett Smolders. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love Johnny. He's one of he's, he's actually a mate of mine. But one of the yeah, uh, Archie Reed and um yeah and what's his name Matt Hanson had a, and Luke McCutcheon had a bet of what Johnny is going to turn up in because he just wears the same clothes. <laughs> <laughs> the last like ten times I've seen the ten occasions I've seen the guy, which has been since 2019, he's worn the same outfit like <laughs> cream chinos and this grey like. Like, oh, it's like a grey like jacket kind of thing that you like yeah, puts it, over a hoodie. You now they got the black bomber jacket or this like yeah. sweater. Then he wears yeah, that. he wears his black Malta hat and yeah, his Malta. black Air Forces. And the only other thing he wears is a pair of ultra boots, like the red ultra boots. Yeah, he's, you can bet on what Johnny is going to wear every time you see him, and you'll be right every time. Like if this was on sports bet, I would be a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> 
Should we get to the running gossip? Yeah. Let's did we finish the results? I yeah, all done with the results. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Alright. Go, go for it, Joel. Um, Louis Gravolva. Gravolva. We've gone through this, buddy. Okay, sorry. I'm not good at pronouncing. Is set to represent Guatemala in the men's 5,000 after approval from, like, USA is allowed to come back in after the Olympics? Joel, be honest. Before this whole Luis thing, did you know that Guatemala was a country? Um, Gwen Georgensen <laughs> leaves Bowman now to play oh. the marathon. Um, what's on that, boys? Uh, fair enough. She's, yeah. you know, getting older, wants to focus on the longer distance. Yeah. yeah. And following up from earlier on, Jeff Thies kicked out a tin man, or, yeah, Adidas kind of kicked him out for wearing the Nike dragonflies, even though he covered them up with, like, an Adidas symbol. And also Sydney, can't pronounce his last name. Good Yeah, Leeds and Thoughts on that as well? Sydney leaving? Sydney left for a job at Strava. Really? Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. I mean, Sydney, if, Sydney, if you're listening, that. please can you make Root Builder free again? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I got rid of my Strava Premium because all the good stuff was free anyways. And then as soon as I got rid of it, they made all the good stuff part of Premium. You know what? I feel like the whole Jeff T situation is unfair because there's a yeah. lot of athletes from other groups that oh, wear so many wear dragonflies. They cover them up, and you know what? If Adidas really have a problem with that, they should be giving them something equivalent of a dragonfly. And yeah. regardless, you know, you can't. Surely it's not grounds to terminate someone. Like it's not like he's mm. gone out and shot someone in the head. He's surely at least a warning. A warning. Yeah. Like it's un- yeah, it's unfair. It's it's unfair, but it's kind of fair if Adidas are paying him like money to wear like I don't know, run and like giving him an income then to him to wear Nike dragonflies. But like it's but, like he did cover them up, so it's a debatable story. It, do- um, it does depend though whether they had strictly said like not yeah. to wear them. So obviously we don't know that but there's yeah, so many other brands they, though that like yeah, allow so many athletes, athletes do it like as well. Brooks, yeah, like on they're like athletes. Brooks. They they don't they know they don't have the spikes. Yeah, and yeah. on and a lot of college colleges that are sponsored by Adidas. Obviously, it's not as strict. Oh yeah, Nico college, Young. But they yeah, yeah they all wear the dragonfly. Came out of college for, for wearing yeah. Nike spikes. But yeah, debatable topic. Um, yeah, Jeffrey Camoro has has to pull out of the 10k at the Olympics which is tomorrow night, due to, I think it was getting hit by a car in Kenya. Um, that's a bit of a shame. Yeah, it was, um, his ankle was playing up off due to, like, inflammation, which was from was caused by his crash, like, ages yeah. ago, like yeah. last year. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And um, a bit of weakness. I, to be honest, I thought he was, he could be one of the favourites to win it, but... Well, yeah, what did he run at altitude? Like 2701 or something? Yeah, which is yeah. to like two seconds off the world record, I think. Yeah. Jeez. He would have had a bad chance of winning then, Chapter Guy, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, as of that, Ronix Kipruto, who is the 10K on the Rhodes world record holder, is put on the Kenyan team, so not a bad backup, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, how is he not already on the team? 
He, um, he didn't do well. He did finish the trials. Oh, he did. So him and Chariot both stuffed up at the trials and have been lucky enough to get on the team. Find their place on the team. Whereas yeah. what's the other, what's the guy who missed out on the steeple? Um, um, Caputo. Yeah, also Caputo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Algeria's 1,500-meter runner, Taufiki. <laughs> Is it Taufik? Taufik. Okay. Taufik. McLuffy. who won the London 15, um, Olympics in, in the 1,500 and got a silver in Rio, has to pull out of Tokyo due to injury. So that's another one out of the race. Can you read his statement? It was very hard to follow. He had His English skills are not great, not going to lie. Well... <laughs> A better, better chance for King Stew and King Jai. Yes, sir. Uh, Don't sleep on Ollie Hall. Ollie Hall is going to come through and snag the gold. All right. And Jakob Ingebrigtsen is the only person. Nope. False. He pulled out this morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about that one. So look at the notes, Joel. Put never mind he pulled out at the bottom. You could have just deleted that thing. You could have put no, it in the I wanted you to read it all. <laughs> Okay, boys, who you got on the 10K tomorrow night Got for gold, silver, and bronze? Ooh. My predictions are... Go Paddy Tiernan, though. Go Paddy Tiernan. Yeah, since he's been on the show, we've got to have Tiernan in the medals. Um, my prediction, my official... All right, you go first, Isaac. I reckon Kip Limo. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm just going to say Paddy Tiernan. Support the Aussies. Kieran? Okay, my, my prediction... Oh, Caplimo, Kajelcha, Chapter Guy. Oh, Kajelcha. Um, Kieran, you go. All right. Um, I actually haven't had a full look at the entire list, but I got to say, Kiplimo has been in, has been pretty unbeatable lately. In, mm. He won the um World Half Marathon champs, and I think it was Kadinia or something. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And he's been. He's beaten Chet, the guy over that. Look. He has the second fastest half marathon time in history yeah, as well. The guy's form <sighs> hasn't been as perfect as it has been, but yeah. I, I reckon Kiplimo is going to be pretty hard to beat. Chet Out, is going to be yeah. Out sprinted, uh, Inga in that 3K, so he's got a solid kick and some speed. Here's, here's an interesting call. I reckon Chet, the guy's either going to win or he's going to be off the podium. Yeah. This, these Olympics will really show if Chapter Guy is in like the goat talk for middle distance running. Cause like, yeah. when you think of all the best of all time, they always come up clutch when it matters. Yeah. yeah. So this will like prove if he can like turn the, the tables. Yeah. So this will show like if he can turn it around. I feel like Chapter Guy is really good at running fast. Yes. Time trialing. Yes. If you're saying who can run 10 kilometers the fastest, Probably here. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you can't race it. Where it's a different dynamic. I think Kip mm. Lemo is a better racer than he is. Yeah. yeah. Kip Lemo's less experience. That's like, that's like for the 1500 example is who can run the fastest out of Stewie, for example, and Cole Hocker. Like Stewie can run faster, but Cole got a better in a race. Yeah. Even in the Australians, I might say, I feel like Stewie is not very good at starts. Yeah. yeah, but he seems to always struggle in the start. I feel like in terms of racing, Ollie Hall seems to have a yeah. lot of yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I saw I've been saying this whole time. Ollie Hall will I reckon if Stewie's a chance of meddling then you should also be throwing Ollie Hall in that yeah. conversation. Yeah. Alright, they might be throwing in Jai Edwards, Giffnetti beat Stewie. Yeah. 
Yeah, and Dolly. <laughs> and Dolly at the Abbey Thomas. Yeah, I think I think Dry will run really well. I yeah. don't know because it's his first Olympics and he hasn't had many international competitions. It will be interesting to see how he goes. Ollie, yeah. Hall, if it is a slow race, Ollie Hall could surprise a few people. I think if it's a slow race, that will not be good for Stewie. I think it'll be good for Ollie. If it's a really quick race, it'll be good for Stewie. Yeah, these are my predictions for the 10k. Is because 10k is a kicker's race. It's it's not genuinely in the Olympics. It's not fast, so it's a kicker's race to win. So Kiplimo. Selman Brago with that lethal kick, and Yomis Kijolchuk for third. In the 1500, because we were just talking about it, I'm putting, like, I would put money on this. It'll be a fast race to final. Like, yeah. Chariot, Chariot will make it fast. Chariot won't make it a kicker's race, because he's got, like, Cole Hocker, Centro. So it will be a fast race. So I reckon Chariot, Jakob, and because it's a fast race, Stewie will be there. In the mix, I reckon. That's like everyone's mm. predictions right now, though. Yeah. That's like the average prediction. Yeah. We'll swap in Josh Kerr for yeah. some predictions. Yeah. I don't know if he'll be there if it's, like, at Chariot's pace. True. Though. True. Um, yeah. Bit of shoe talk. Centro's Customs, that is, at the Centro Miles, they were fresh. Kieran, you got something to say about those? Oh, that is one of the coolest pair of shoes, racing shoes I've ever seen. Like I've I've written on a few of my dragon older dragonflies that I'm racing on the weekend. Um, I I want to know who did those costumes because honestly, I want a pair and I pay for them. So yeah. if you costumes, hit me up. They they are nice. And boys, thoughts on the new New Balance like middle distance bikes? They've been racing them for like a year. Yeah, I know, but like we haven't really talked about them. Apparently, they're better than dragonflies. According to Nick Willis, at least, and a couple of others. It'll be most, interesting. I'll tell you what, most New Balance athletes are probably being paid to say that, but yeah. No, no but is, is Nick Willis sponsored by New Balance, though, still? He's trusting it. Oh, he's out of that, actually. Good point. I think in the in what? the... In the... No, because he's sponsored by Tracksmith, and, but he wears Puma shoes in um the very nice track club videos. Mm. I reckon it'd be interesting to put on a few of these shoes, like... Because now the Dragonfly is fairly accessible, but then the really elite-level Adidas and New Balance spike, you can't get unless you're sponsored. So I'd be really interested to get a couple of pairs and run in them. Yeah. 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 They restocked the Dragonflies yesterday, so Nike, they, they didn't restock them at all last year when they released them. So yeah. shows sure. that they're wanting to keep them going. I reckon yeah. Dragonflies are harder, almost harder to get than the off-white Nike shoes. Like, the Seriously. <laughs> 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 I tried to nab a pair. It's like, remember when the four percents first, the first set of oh, yeah. came out? They appeared within about, I reckon, about thirteen seconds. They were gone. Like I, <laughs> I tried to click on a pair, and they were already out of my basket somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bit of a bit of more like running gosh slash shoe news. In one of Jen Lacaz's more recent posts, she's in Saint Moritz. She's decked out in her Puma kit, but wearing Mango Next Descent. Uh, interesting, but. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I might add something there. I saw Gregson wearing a Nike jacket today on someone's story. Oh, <laughs> I wonder whether they've lost their contracts because they were, or whether they were just like three month contracts at the Olympics, or whether they're not exclusive. I, well, is, that, yeah, uh, is that there's that rule forty for the Olympics where they go one month period without tagging their sponsors because the Olympics own them. Oh yeah, and so they're not allowed to. Thank their brands, tag their brands. Their brands aren't allowed to promote them, saying we've got an Olympic champion. So 
that's why I never see like, for example, Jessica Hull when she like, oh no, for example, Lyndon Hall when she did that time trial, posted the pick in the ASICS Australia gear. She didn't tag Nike or anything because there's that rule 40 where I think it's on like July 1st to like July 30th. They're not allowed to uh, like tag their sponsors. Mm. But yeah, interesting. Be, it'd be longer than that. It'd be, I think it's a, it'd be from when, I think it'd be like a week out from when the Olympics starts so during the Olympics or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's pretty annoying because like the sponsors kind of got them there and then these big sponsors kind of claim them. Yeah. Nike, it's like guys like Nike, Adidas, Asics, whoever you're with, they support you year in, year out if you've got a And someone like Asics who's sponsoring Australia, for example, would pay a heap of money to be able to get get their gear in the Olympics. Like there'd be, mm. there'd be a lot of money changing hands around this stuff. And that's, it's, it's good that the sport is being monetized, but the problem is, the athletes don't actually see a lot of money in Australia. Yeah. A lot of the money, there is money in athletics, but I don't think athletic, athletics is a very well-monetized sport in Australia. It's done mm. in the US and in Europe, you know, in Europe. But there's also not, there's not enough money in the money that does get, you know, circulated. The athletes don't see it. I don't know who does, but it's not the athletes because I've never seen <laughs> Nick it. Nick there's some of the officials and, you know, the CEO and all the people that work for us in Australia, but as an athlete that's been on multiple Australian teams and had the, without being, you know, up myself here, I've had the fastest 10K time for my age in Australia and New Zealand for the last couple, like, year, couple of years. Never seen a stand. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. If you do that in America. I for my own flight to get to world championships cross country in 2017. <laughs> that's disgraceful. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Background project. I had to pick up extra shifts at work just so I could represent Australia. It's like surely they can they can pay for this. Yeah, yeah that is that's terrible. We need, we need yeah. um Stewie to win us a medal to put some then I'll put some money in the sport. Yeah. But you Mate. you watch with the Olympics in twenty thirty two now in Brisbane, that they'll put money into sports to see like a, Aussies do well there. They will do that. Yeah, maybe maybe I should stay up here and see what money there is. <laughs> yeah, go for it. All right. Um, the podium of the men's triathlon at the Olympics. Um, each four super shoes. Winner and winner is Norway's Christian Blummerfeld, who wore Asics Metasky Speed. He also Second, wore a very see-through uh, speed suit. <laughs> <laughs> it's very questionable. Second was Great Britain's Alex Yee in New Balance RC Elite Twos and Gussie Run from him, by the way. And third was New Zealand's Hayden Wildy in Vaporflies Two. Hayden Wild has actually run at Box Hill before. Ran there. He ran in the fifteen hundred at um the Box Hill Burn where Jai Edwards beat Ramson and ran three thirty five. He's in the race. He ran three forty. And uh, the women's podium for the triathlon were also the same shoes, except third place they had this. Do you guys know the shoe, the 361-degree flame? Is it, what brand? I don't know. It's That's just the name of the shoe, like right. it, including, yeah, full name. What was the name that came third? The name of the shoe was 361-degree flame. Oh, that is weird. Well, anyway, is that still like weird European, like independent brand. It's weird. I have no idea. 
Maybe it's leaning. It looks like a target shoe. Yeah. (laughs) It's on Ben Johnson's page. Uh You know, Uh, it looks like a cross between like a, it's like a fake next percent. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You reckon like... Came out next percent. (laughs) Cross between a fake next percent and like a Reebok or Sketches mock-up. Yeah. Yeah. All right, should we start the new uh, segment, Quick or Quicker? Go for it. For the second week in a row, we'll be doing Quick or Quicker. Um, so, Kieran, you get to participate this week with the boys. So, basically... Mm-hmm. Do you want to quickly explain it again? Yeah, fun? so I'll just be asking... Is that a pun? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but then this could skew results, though. Oh, come on. No. Kieran won't win. Ah. <laughs> Joel. Um... So yeah, I'll be asking five running related questions. They're pretty, pretty difficult, I reckon. Um, but the first person to give the correct answer wins a point. At the end uh, of the no five phones. questions, <laughs> yeah, no, you can't Google them. So yeah, phones are out of hands for the. Phones but, um, <laughs> um, at the end of the, <laughs> at the end of the five questions, whoever has the most correct answers wins this week's round of quicker, quicker. So. You just, as soon as I say the question, you just say the answers if you think you know it. So, question <laughs> number one. Who are the top three in this 1,500-meter final at right, the 2015? Just cut it out. Just cut it out. Go again. Oh, no. <laughs> Who were the top three in the men's 1,500-meter final at the oh. Beijing 2015 IAAF World Championships? I don't know. I'm gonna give it a go. Yeah, okay, Taylor. Does the order matter? No. Um, 2015. Asbel, Kiprock, Taufik, Taufik and uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, Can I say the same? But Lewandowski as well. And okay. Martha and um. Oh, okay. Give me five seconds. Um. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Oh, Joel's searching. <laughs> no, no. Joel. <laughs> yes, you are. Hands down. Joel. Right, Joel. All right. Joel, give me the answer. If you get it 100% right, it doesn't count because you were clearly on your phone. <laughs> nah, uh, we'll go first. I actually don't know. I'll go Kiprop, McCluthy, and why not? I'll go Centro. All right. All right. Joel. Keep prop. Um, it's probably not right. Otherwise, Mangolio. Mangolio. Keep prop Lewandowski Centro. No, who's who's Mangolio? Oh, Menangoy. That's the name from Kenya. Menangoy Centro Lewandowski. And then, then Morocco is El Guado. Joel, you 100% looked at the results. So Joel's disqualified. Name? How do you know who he is? Joel, you're disqualified from that. You're out. Uh, no, I'll, t- I'll take it. I'll take it. L in that round. No, you take no, the no, L. But Will was the closest with Manangoy and Kiprop, but and the third was Abdelada Igida from Morocco. So oh, one point for Will. Alright, hands are here, hands are here. Hands, Joel, you need to have your hands on your head, mate. We can't oh, yeah. trust you, mate. Yeah. Alright. Like, 
Wait, Maka, I gave you that point pretty much for second. Too bad. Time. That's what you have for cheating. <laughs> so now you've made Kieran mad as well because you've just <laughs> given Will a free point. I am going to roll you with the dog bar. <laughs> <laughs> in front of all the Karens and their dog owners. In the second all right. Question number two. Who won the individual and team title at the 2018 NCAA Cross Country Championships in the women's? Oh, I thought you were going to say men's. Oh, yeah, Joel, 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 Joel. All right, Joel. Um, Colorado won the teams. Who won the individual? Um, fuck. Um, oh, whoops, sorry. Um, <laughs> whoosh, uh, uh, I have no idea. I'm going to, oh, yes, I know. It's the New Mexico chick, but I don't know her name. It's the New Mexico chick, though. Okay, that's your answer. I know who you're talking about. Yep. Um, Kieran or Will, either of you have an answer? Yeah, I'm going to... I'm the same person. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of on the same page where I can't do much help here. I know it's, I knew, know it's Colorado, but I just don't know... Who, <laughs> right, well, it is between Joel and Kieran. Colorado I take, was... I take the win. Colorado was a team... I'll give you both one chance to guess the individual because you're both wrong. It is not the, it is not Wayne Nicolati from New Mexico. Can you give us the first letter of her name? Oh, uh, I won't give you that because that probably won't really help. I don't think it'd help. But she now runs, she trains in Colorado with Team Boss. Ooh. Um. It's not from, oh, she could be. Is she from Colorado? Maybe. <laughs> um, All right, I'm going to count down from 10, otherwise uh, it's just I no don't. points. No, 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 you got to give it to the closest person. Kieran hasn't put an answer on the line. Going to. Uh, not from Oregon, surely not. No. Just, not just throw out a random name. Oh, um, oh, I don't even know the girls in Team Boss. Um, <laughs> Give us the first letter of her name, and I'll throw out D. that. D. 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 For Daniel. Yeah, D. Um, Daniela. Des. All right, Joel takes the win. It was Danny Jones and Daniela is closest. Let's go. One point, so, Solomon. One point for Joel. One point for Will and Kieran. He's lacking, oh, but Dave. I feel like Kieran might come up clutch in the next three. The next last three questions. So, question number three. Who were the top three for the men's 5,000 metres at the 2018 Australian Track and Field Championships? So, these were the Commonwealth Games trials. Morgan McDonald, Stewie, Pat Turney, Tiernan. All right. Joel, who do you say? Wrong dinner. Morgan McDonald. Oh, David Neal. Instead of Tiernan. Stewie McSwain and then Dave McNeil. Kieran? Um, Morgan, um, uh, Morgan, Dave, and, oh, hang on, give me ten, give me ten seconds, um, yeah, Google it real quick, buddy. Pat, no, it wasn't, it wasn't Pat, Morgan, Pat, Dave, Tiernan. Pat, Tiernan was, no, Tiernan was, Tiernan was fourth, he got out kicked. Dave Stewie. It was, yes, yeah, it, it was Stewie, Morgan and Dave. You gotta say it in order, you gotta say it in order. It was Morgan, Dave Stewie. Alright, well, 
in the end, you guys all got the correct answer, but Joel gave the correct answer on his first attempt. So Let's go. I'm, I'm going to give Joel that point because I knew it. Will and Kieran had kind of stumbled a few times, but Joel was straight out with it. Well, so, you said it first, though. Oh, no, so, you had like three attempts before Joel's Yeah, you had like three attempts, so I'm going to give it to Joel because he got on his first attempt. Mate, you just gotta get out there, mate. This is how sticks and bones work. It's savage, mate. It's cutthroat. Alright, everyone should be getting the answers right. Yeah, how many more? There's two more left, and I'm up. Two more. So, if it's a tie, I will find an extra question for a tiebreaker. So, currently, Joel's on two, Kieran's on none, and Will's on one. Kieran, so, has, to, Kieran has to win the next two to be in it. He does. Alright, question number four. How many U.S. high schoolers have run sub four in the mile? Bum, bum, bum. That was Kieran. That was Kieran. So how, how many have run sub four in high school? There's yeah. seven. Joel? Twelve. Oh, no, eleven, eleven, eleven. Oh, no, twelve, 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 twelve. twelve. Joel is correct. Yes! Let's go! You! You! three hours of every day talking to Ryan on Harrison and Scrap. That means Joel's won it, but I'm just going to... see the last ask, question. I'm going to ask the fifth Joel's one anyway. won it, ladies and gents. Can you put it on that note? You know what? You know what? If if someone... I'm going to give double points for this last question. No, for that no, difficult. no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, All right, yeah. I'm going to make make it interesting. If Will wins, he gets two points, so then it's a tie. If Kieran wins, he gets three points, because then that's also a tie. Right? <laughs> so, so basically, Joel, you have to win this, otherwise we're going to a sixth round. No, so, no, I'm sorry. I'm taking this, but this is for fun. Let's go. Who has the most track battle time? You just cut out. You just cut out. Yeah. Who has the most track Olympic medals of all time? No. no. Um, you sent Paul. No. Um, all right. Will, you've had like three attempts. I, I've just said the all same, name, the same three name times. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Joel O'Keefe. Old guy, Matt Hansen would know. Um, um, Matt Hansen would. I'm gonna say. Oh, it's not. It's not Bernard Legat. Um. Mo Farah. Oh no! He's got four, mate. You say what's for nine? Um. At least some javelin. At least some javelin throw. I don't even know. Oh yeah. Javelin thrower, he would have had to be like in oh, yeah. 12 Olympics in a row, mate. Thanks. Are we, are we Usain Bolt, I reckon? Wait, just hold up. Is, he, is that your... Hey, no, Joel. No, Joel, hands, hands, hands. Usain Bolt, Usain Bolt, that was my, that'll be my point. Right. Your answer is Usain Bolt, Will's is Usain Bolt, Kieran? Usain Bolt. What are you answering? <laughs> all right, well, you all suck, you're all incorrect, so... Who? I guess that... It was Pavo Nermi. Oh, yeah, would have guessed that. that? My next guess. He. Pablo Nermi was. He was a Finnish runner, middle distance runner, oh. called otherwise known as the Flying Finn or the Phantom Finn, and he dominated distance running in the early 20th century. 22 world records between the five, 1500 and 12K, or nine gold and three silvers. In his 12 events at the Summer Olympic Games. He, he was undefeated for 120 races. Thanks, Total Running Productions. Wait, I'm guessing drug testing wasn't around when this guy was around. <laughs> yeah, it probably wasn't. And 
Yeah, although to be honest, Brogues probably weren't even a thing back then. He he was running in the nineteen like twenties. Yeah, Matt Hanson, oh, yeah. guess that one. When EPO was discovered. Hang on, I'm just gonna look it, look this up. <laughs> <laughs> so how's that mean, John? Like, who's second most medals? Second most was Usain Bolt. Oh, so surely I've got that. So. Point. Oh, no, true. Yeah, it wasn't invented until 1983. You know what? You, you know what? You know what? Will and Kieran were both closest. And I'm just going to pretend that they answered before John at no, identical no, times. No. So that would mean it's a tied game. <laughs> and that means we have one more question. This I is Joe's punishment for cheating on the first question. <laughs> you right, won. this is it. It's all come down. this is it. It has all come down to one question. Yeah, yeah. Right? This is it. One more question. I'm just going to Google some random race right now. Mike! And get an answer. Let's just go. <laughs> right? Go bring it home. Bring it to the roof bar. Um, Let's go, Isaac. For anyone who's listening on their easy run, um, you you know that Joel's gonna Joel's gonna bring this home. Because who listens to podcasts Alrighty. on the easy runs? Um, just remember, Luke McCutcheon is a bike. Follow me on Strava. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on follow me on OnlyFans. Um, and also look out because I'm gonna drop some rap songs soon. Do you want to give us a little preview? Oh, maybe maybe, that, maybe he can give a, like make a an outro for us. Like today, yeah. instead of adding an outro, he can just be the outro. <laughs> I, can, I, I can be the new. I can make a new version of Bog Dog. Yeah, stick some bones. The podcast <laughs> straight to the top. <laughs> All right, oh, here we go. This is I it. Get in the zone. Hands up, everyone. <laughs> the last question, Joel. Hands on your head, mate. My hands are always question. That. <laughs> that is fine. You do you, mate. For the win, whoever gets this takes home the gold. Oh, go on. Who won the 1500 meters at the 2014 US Championships Ten. in the men's? No. Who was it? Oh, oh, or you, each get, you each get one attempt, all right? So, Will, you said Blankenship. Joel, who do you say? I'm going to say. Oh. Hey. Blankenship, Blankenship, Blankenship. All right, Kieran. Really? Why do you guys all feel so boring and say the same thing? You're all wrong again. I'm going to change events. The wait, answer wait, for wait. that was... No, no, too bad. The answer was Leo Manzano. Oh. That's my who won bronze uh, at 2012. So I'm going to change. Who won the 5,000 metres that year in the men's? Oh, Chalimo. Chalimo. In 2014... Yeah. Oh, no, I thought you said, said 18. No, no, no. Yeah, no, 2014. 14. Um, I don't know, US. One attempt each. Hey, you're best friends with Reinhardt. You yeah. should know. Oh, um, forgot that. Sorry. Um, Drew Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. And Jamie and Jamie. Um, oh, I couldn't tell you, mate. Oh, let me just look on my running wall. Um, oh, hands up. Hands up. Hands <laughs> up. <laughs> Wait, why is Kieran holding a knife? Jeez. I was cutting up. Can you just tell us? We don't know. Nah, All right. Let me go. 
Have a go, Kieran. Um, for the win. I got denied the gut. That's my go, and that's oh, not yeah. Garrett, Kieran. Oh. Joel's taking the win. Yes, let's go! As soon as he said Legat, oh god. Bernard yeah, Legat in 1331.41 oh, ahead of Andrew Bumbelow. Hassan Mead in third. Let's go, Great right? finish. As soon as you said Legat, I'm outrageous. Okay. He's, he's an old man. He's been around for years. So, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, Joel's quote of the day because he's taking the win. One day, I'm going to make onions cry. And on that note, I'm ending the podcast. <laughs> that's, that's your, that is a terrible quote. That is a terrible quote. All right, Kieran, are you going to wrap a freestyle outro for us? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, do you want me to just make something up with sticks and bones? Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah, all right. I'm on the spot. Give, give me five seconds. I'm just looking something up. Two secs. Oh, Isaac, oh, I think I left the shit. You can't experience this. Man, like waiting. 68 minutes. 68 minutes? That's a slow half marathon time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm killing boys on sticks and bones. I'm going for my run. I'm on my phone, but I'm all alone. I'm taking all the crowns and Strava, and I'm taking all the thrones. Kieran Tall over and out. Let's go. Let's go, Zane. Game, take a chance like a GoPro. Think of my GoPro. Bro, you move too slow. Think of my say so. Now I'm fast like Stuart McSwain. Moving real flash, you think I'm insane. 40 on the spot, and K on the dot, now they're begging me to stop. No, take a chance like a GoPro. Think of my GoPro. Bro, you move too slow. Think of my say so. Now I'm fast like Stuart McSwain. Moving real flash, you think I'm insane. 40 on the spot, and K on the dot, now they're begging me to stop. No, no.